All right. Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Thank God for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Here we are again. Amen. My name is Pastor Eric. Praise be to God. Today's date is Friday, March the 20th, 2020. Amen. And we thank God, amen, for another opportunity to present ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable only unto God. Amen. That's the only way to please God, amen, is to present ourselves, our thoughts and our minds and our hearts unto the Lord our God who has given us this day, amen, this opportunity, praise be to God, this moment, second, amen, that has presented itself before the throne room of grace. We thank God that he has allowed us to wake up this morning. First thing come to our mind and our voice and our heart is thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us another day. Amen. Give us another opportunity. Praise be to God to hear one another, to gather together, to redeem the time and the days that we live in is evil. So we thank God for this opportunity to be able to minister, to teach, to exalt, to build one another up. Amen. The word of God said, forsake not the symbol of his people, for some are in the habit of doing until the day of Christ's return. We're supposed to exalt one another, encourage one another. And that's what we're doing on this Creating a Prayer Culture for God podcast. We thank God, amen, that everyone sacrificed their time whenever there's an opportunity that presents itself. And uh, we give you the time, praise be to God. You, you have to understand that me and Pastor Lester, amen, we old military veterans, amen. He conducted 30, 30 and a day in the United States Army, and I conducted 22 years, amen, in the United States Army. So we have a, a, a pattern, amen, of being on time. When, whenever our commander told us to toe the line, to be there in formation at 6 o'clock, you better believe we was there at 530, amen, because we didn't want to miss the moment. We didn't want the opportunity. So we follow one commander. His name is Jesus Christ, amen. We don't serve man. We serve God. So praise be to God. If we can be on time for our job, praise be to God. I can be on time for God. Amen. So I love being able to be in the right place at the right time with the right opportunity because I don't want to miss a moment. I don't want to miss a second. I don't want to miss the opportunity to be able to hear from God. Amen. I don't want to miss no word that has been going forth. That's why we redeeming the time. Because the days that we live in is evil. And as Pastor Luther was speaking yesterday about Psalms 12, amen, and the word lament, amen, that's, that's what the psalmist David, he was doing. He was lamenting over all of the things that was happening. The people had, had forgot about what God has done. They forgot that God is the same God of today, yesterday, and forevermore. Such as the time where we're living in right now. And when he said that word, amen, he, he, he gave us specific instructions to go back and look it up, amen. So when he told me that, amen, that's the first thing that I did. I went back and looked the word up because I have heard the word, but I never understood the word. So that lets you know that we are all learning, amen. We're all learning. We're all trying to understand, amen, what we have gotten ourselves into. Praise be to God. No matter how long you've been saved, no matter how long... You know, how long you can speak in tongues, no matter how long you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you're always seeking knowledge, amen? And this is what the time that we're living in right now, when he looked, he said that word lament, and that says that it's a passionate expression of grief or sorrow, amen? And that stuck with me yesterday because that's why I posted that, amen, what is lament? Because there is a thought-provoking word out there that everybody needs to understand what the psalmist David was saying in this scripture. In Psalms chapter 12, amen, verses 1 through 8. And it's a passionate, amen, and it's an expression of grief or sorrow. That's what we're facing right now, saints of God. As everyone is in quarantine with the coronavirus, you know, they, they say you can't gather no more than about 10 people. You know, anything more than 10, you know, they don't want you to gather. And you got to be at least six feet from someone when you're conversating with someone. As I was out yesterday, I see everybody pretty much 
about 50% of the people walking around with black gloves on, you know, and got masks on their face, and, you know, they got winter clothes on. I mean, they got, some of them even got the old mop suit that we had in the military. I'm like, my goodness, they painted Mr. Nani as the NBC mask, you know, gas mask. I'm like, this is what the world is coming to. But people have to understand that, amen, that God is trying to get our attention to get on our knees or to lift our hands up and surrender everything to him because everything belongs to God and God is in control of everything that is going on. But that is why we are lamenting right now for all that is being taking place right now. We're not running around scared. We're not even taking the word out of our mouth. We're not fierce. Our fear don't come from God. Fear comes from the devil, the adversary, the slander of the word, the accuser of the brethren. But we come, amen, with love, power, and a sound mind. And that is what we're spreading throughout this world, amen, throughout this entire world. Because every person on this earth is being affected somehow, whether it be physical, spiritually, amen, emotionally, amen. Someone is being affected and something has changed, shifted in the atmosphere. But we got news, amen, for those who are out there who are putting fear, intimidation, and tormenting in God's people. We got news for them, amen, that God is in control of everything that is going on. And he said, if I be for you, who in the world can be against you? So that's why we'll continue, amen, to be excited about Jesus, amen. As David was, amen, he said, I will bless the Lord, name of the Lord, at all times, amen. That means every moment, every second, he said, at all times, I will bless the name of the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually, that means on and on, it never stops, even though I, I have bills to pay, even though I have a job right now, even though they gave me some time off and they still gave me payment, even though the, the government said they're going to send the check, amen, I'm not waiting on that because I'm always seeking God, amen. He said, bless the name of the Lord at all times and continuously, amen. That means on and on, amen, continuously be in my mouth. So that's why we celebrate every morning, all day, every day. Our mind is always stayed on Jesus, amen. It's always keeping our mind stayed on him. Because we are celebrating, praise be to God. We're celebrating because we have the victory. Amen. You did not get on this creating a prayer culture for God's podcast, prayer line, and as a as a state route, amen, to go back and do the things that you used to do, amen. You are now being engrafted, amen, adopted into this, praise be to God. It is a prayer line. It is a prayer line for God. It is a lifeline, amen. When people get sick, where do they go? They go to the doctor. They go to the hospital. Well, that's what the word of God is. It is our hospital because the word of God says the name of the Lord is a strong power and the righteous run to it. They don't walk to it, amen. You can't walk to the word. You got to run, amen. Jesus said quickly, amen. They drop their net and they follow Jesus, amen. So you got to run to the Lord. Because the name of the Lord is a strong power. And the righteous, my God, in the name of Jesus, the righteous run to it, and they are what? They are safe. They are safe in God's hand. Amen. That is our redemption. That is our refuge. That is our resource. That is our restoration. Amen. We've got to come together and call out the name of Jesus. That's the only name. That's why he said that is the name above every name. Amen. Every name that has been given under heaven, amen, on earth, in the galaxy, in the universe, everywhere. There's no other name but the name of Jesus Christ. And we're going to continue to run our mouth about Jesus every single day, every moment, because we love him, we thank him, amen, that he is redeemer of our sins, and we are passionate about what we're doing for God's sake of God, amen. And I know you are too. Because that's why you're joining us every morning at 6 o'clock. Amen. Let me get that time right. 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. In the military, we call it OZ0600. But in the civilian, amen, where we are right now, we're fighting in the army of the Lord. We call it 6 o'clock a.m. on the dot. You cannot be late. You can't be here at 6.01. You can't be here at 6 o'clock 
with 59 seconds. No, no, you got to be on time, amen, because you want to take advantage of every opportunity, amen. You want to check that alarm call early so that you do not miss a moment, amen. So I want to take you all, amen, to Ephesians chapter 5 and 16, amen. And we're going to go into our Lord's Prayer, the prayer that Jesus gave to the disciples, because they asked the question, Lord, how do we pray to the Father? Jesus said, Our Father, which art in heaven, how will be thy name? Thou kingdom come, thou will be done, in earth and it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debt, and we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thou is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Lord, it all belongs to you. Everything, God, we give it to you. Our hearts belong to you. And we thank you, Father God, for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As I take you to Ephesians chapter 5, start with verse 15, about redeeming the time because the days are evil. And I looked that word up along with lament. Amen. I told you that means passionate, an expression of grief or sorrow. And I looked up redeem, amen. Redeem means to recover something, amen. That's why we're recovering right now for everything, amen. Everything that the enemy thought that he took from us. The word of God said when the enemy has been found as a thief and a robber, he's supposed to return back to us sevenfold, say to God. So we know that he's a thief. We know he is a robber. He has tried to rob our time, amen. But now we have this opportunity because some of us, amen, are being uh, out of work and we're still getting paid, amen. So there's no need for you to be walking around here fearing, amen. God is still supplying. Even if you're not getting paid, you're still living. You still got a place to stay. You still got a roof over your head. Your lights are still on. Jordan Power, amen, or wherever power company you're at, they said they're going to give you some extra time before you have to make a payment. Amen. Even some of the, the loan and mortgage companies said they will give you some time, amen, for you to make your lease and your mortgage and your car payment. They will give you some extra time. So we thank God that we're redeeming this opportunity. We're redeeming this time, amen. There's going to be some retrograde that's going to come out of all of this, amen. So somebody ought to get excited, amen, when they hear this, praise be to God. But he said redeem means to recover something, pledge or you could say redemption is a metaphor, just in the biblical sense, amen, for what is achieved through the atonement. Watch this now. Jesus' death paid the price of a ransom for our sin. That's why Jesus died on the cross for our sin so that we can redeem the time, amen, that we lost. Praise be to God. Before we were saved, before we were living for Jesus, we were living in the, in the world. The David, the David said that when I laid my bed in hell, you were still there. I couldn't find a way to get away from him. Oh, what such great knowledge. Too powerful, amen. There's no way that we could get away from God. So we had to come to Jesus, amen. Jesus said, you cannot come to me unless my father has sent you. And God has called us, amen. And he said that any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, say to God. Old things are passed away. That's old time. That's old things, amen. But new things are yet to come, amen. That's the new thing, amen. The time is right now. God is the ancient of day, what the Bible calls it. He's always been God. He is the originality, amen. He said, I am that I am, and he owns the time. So that's why, amen, we got to redeem the time, amen. Praise be to God, because time is defined as a plan, schedule, or arrangement when something happens to be done. Something is on its way, amen. God has already stopped the hands of time. He can stop it. He can begin it. He can change the axle of the earth where it can stop in its rotation. He can even turn it around the opposite way because he is in control of everything that is going on in the atmosphere, if God wanted, he can make the birds fly backwards. Come on, thanks to God. He can make the animals move backwards. Praise be to God. Because he's in control of everything that is moving on this earth. So that's why we got to redeem the time, thanks to God. As it says in the 
love. The days are evil. What we're seeing right now with this coronavirus, amen, it is an opportunity for us all to, to get involved and get and grounded in the word of God. Stop looking for this. Stop looking for that. Keep your mind stayed on Jesus, amen. Use this time wisely, amen. Take a break from the TV. Take a break from social media. Take a break from it, amen. Take a break from the, the session when Congress go in session. They go on their break, amen. You take your break too, amen. And get in the word. Get in the word of God. Because this is where I found there is refuge. This is where I found that God is speaking every single moment because he's owning the time. So he said, therefore, amen, redeem the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding that the will of the Lord is. We have to understand what God's will is. God is doing something in the earth right now, saints of God. Many people go around here talking about well, why God did this, why God did that. Amen. Do the do the clay talk back to the bottom? My God, in the name of Jesus. We don't ask God questions. Amen. We know that he's in charge of everything. Amen. Mm-hmm. He is our redeemer. He is our savior. He is our Lord, the Lord, and King of kings. Amen. So we can't be walking around unwise. Amen. And, un- and, and we have to understand what the will of the Lord is. I know what the will of the Lord is for our life, amen. His will is that we shall live and not die, but declare the works of the Lord in the earth. And we got to keep our minds stayed on him. As Pastor Luther said in Isaiah 26 and 1, that he will keep us in perfect peace. So we're redeeming the, line, the, 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 the opportunity, amen, as Isaiah 26, amen, and 3. Praise be to God. We're redeeming the times right now, thanks to God. So he said, watch this now. In verse 18, he said, Seek it to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen. Every opportunity. You redeem the opportunity. You redeem the time, amen, to lift one another up as we come on this creating a prayer culture for God. Prayer line podcast, amen, that's been sent out. We're not doing a dogmatic message. We're not telling people if you don't wear your hats and your gloves and your and your badge, you're gonna die. If you don't come to church, even though they said they don't no gather no more than ten, if you don't come to church and you don't you know, they got people out there paying their tithes, you know, you do a debit card, they got the ATM standing on the outside with armed guards waiting with rifles and guns. So you can come and pay your tithes. You know, you don't pay tithes. You bring tithes, praise be to God. But we still got the house of God that is open with this creating a prayer culture for God podcast because God has originated this, amen. He started this, praise be to God, because he knew that a time will come such as a time is right now where my people still got to hear the word. They still got to receive my love. They still got to receive my passion. They still got to receive, amen, my son, Jesus. They got to hear the word. So you better know that God had already pre-planned it, this to happen, amen, for us to have a creative for prayer culture, for God podcast, to be able to continue to get this word out all over the world while people are being quarantined in their house. See, we already been on top of it, amen. You didn't catch us, amen, slipping, because we are always on top. God is always five million thousand steps ahead of everything else because he is the angel of day. He is, amen, the owner of the time, amen. And we thank God that he has given us this plan. Because he said in Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans of peace and not evil, plans for you and I to have an expected end with a hope and a future. That's our hope and a future to continue to spread this word, spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, sound doctrine, teaching, amen, in love, amen, and never compromising, never compromising with the world, amen. Don't be scatterbrained like the world. Don't be double-minded, amen. The Bible says double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So you take advantage of this opportunity. You take advantage of this time to get in your word, study your word, go around your house, 
and start praying, amen. Go outside. I went outside yesterday and just walk around the yard, walk around the house, amen, praying and blocking out any type of distraction, any type of evilness that try to come into society and the community and the neighborhood. Go out there and start speaking and declaring it out your mouth, amen. He says, thou decree the thing, thou declare it, light shall bring upon thy way, amen. So if you go out and you declare it, praise be to God, over the atmosphere, you can create a shift, amen, in things that is going on because God's word changes everything. His word continues to go forth. It will not return void, but it will accomplish what it was set out to do, amen. So we go on to read here, amen, and he said here, and be ye not drunk with wine, wherein is it excess, but be filled with the Spirit, capital S. That's the Holy Spirit, not small S, because there's other spirits out there, but it ain't the Holy Spirit. He said, be filled with the Spirit, the Spirit of God, Holy Spirit, amen. That is the only, only thing that we need, amen. He, my God, it is not a it. It is he that we need, my God, in order to be able to survive in this world in such as a time as right now when we're redeeming the time, things that we cannot see physical, God will reveal those things to us spiritual. As he said in Jeremiah chapter 33 and 3, if you call upon me, I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things. Things you do not know, but I will reveal those things to you in the what? In the spirit, in the spirit of God. Amen. So as we read on in verse 19, he says, speaking to yourself in Psalm, as we read yesterday, thank you, Pastor Lovell, Psalm chapter 12, Psalm and him, amen, and spiritual Psalm, amen, spiritual Psalm, not worldly Psalm, not not old school music, not old, uh, old cool in the game and all that other old school stuff that people say that, you know, it just brings back the time. No, I don't want to bring back no time. I don't need to hear cool in the game. I don't need to hear Petty Pentagraph and Marvin Gaye. I don't need to hear all that, amen, because that did not bring my mind into the mind of Christ, amen. It took my mind into a carnal mind, a fleshly mind. But I want to keep my mind stayed on Christ. So I just sing hymns and songs to myself. Some gospel song I don't even listen to because they got so much worldly in it. They got trap music in it. They got all the kind of filthiness in it. Amen. It ain't even worthy to even listen to it. I dare not contaminate my ears. And they are so-called gospel singers, but they got a form of godly, but they deny power. Come on, saints of God. I don't hear no anointing in it, so I sing a song in my heart. Amen. A song that we sing at the church. I got more than enough. I'm coming to get my stuff. Amen. I got more than enough. I keep saying I got more than enough. I'm coming to get my stuff. I sing it in my heart because that's a song of praise. Amen. And I don't have to go and, and, and plagiarize or, or use somebody else's copyright because it is a song in my heart that I can sing. Amen. While I'm cleaning up, while I'm moving around, while I'm walking around praying, when I'm working in the yard. Amen. Uh, even when I'm at work, when I'm on my break, amen, I'm just singing there and I'm humming, amen, spiritual song, because I got it in my heart as the word of God has instructed us. He said, sing it and make it melody in your what? Your heart to the Lord, in your heart, amen, in your heart, saints of God. That's where you make your song. That's where you make your songs of praise and worthy, amen. He's worthy to be praised. David said, I will bless the name of the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continuously be in my mouth. Amen. Make a sweet melody in your heart when we get up in the morning. Amen. The melody of, 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 of the Spirit of God is in our heart. Amen. We got to be here. We got to be there. We don't want to miss this moment. We want to redeem the time. We, we don't want to miss the opportunity because... Someone, amen, someone need this word, amen, and eat the meat and spit out the bone. You chew it up, amen, and spit out the bone, and you take it, amen, and you run with it, amen. Run and see what the end is going to be. Because he said that the end of a thing is better than the beginning of a thing. Though your beginnings may be small, he said, yet will your latter end greatly increase. Now, you can see all of this time and lapse that is going through as we wake up every morning, our bodies are not getting any younger, but our inside, our 
Spirit is filled with joy, filled with excitement, amen. We thank God, amen, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And as Paul was saying here, we got to sing and make melodies in our heart. And he said, giving thanks always for all things, all things. Give thanks for all things, no matter if it's a $1 check come in the mail. God, I thank you. Pastor Peter, go ahead and deposit it in the bank. I'm going to tie it off it, amen. Praise be to God. I thank God for it, amen. There are some things that is coming that is going to be redeemed back to you, amen, because Christ paid the price for everybody, amen. He paid the price for sin and death. He died, but he rose from the grave with all power in his hands. And you better believe anything. As Paul said, give thanks always, always, not just because it's in the morning, amen. You should give thanks in the evening. That's the beginning of the day, in the evening time, amen. He said, always for all things, not something, all things. So no matter if it's a dollar, if it's a penny, amen, thank God. He said, you be faithful over the small things, I will make you rulers over many. So always give thanks unto God and the Father in our name, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's who we give thanks to. When Jesus broke the bread, the five loaves of bread, and fed the two fish, amen, he gave thanks to God. You read that, Pastor Scripture. You read in the book of Matthew. He gave thanks to God. He didn't do anything without first giving thanks to God because that was an opportunity. That was a time. He was redeeming the time because that was a supernatural miracle for him to feed over 5,000 plus with family, with children, with animals. My God, they had to eat too. He had to break the bread with five loaves of bread and two fish, amen, from a little boy. It wasn't a dog. It was a little boy. That's all he had. And he broke it. He gave thanks to God because God is the one that gives the increase. Amen. I heard that in the scripture before that some plant, some water, but God is the one that brings the increase. So he said, give thanks for always, for always, all things. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only name. He said, you can have not because you ask not. You got to ask and you shall have. If you don't ask, you're not going to have. Praise be to God. So he said, submit yourself one to another in the fear of God. Not in the fear of getting this coronavirus, but in the fear of God of doing the right thing. Amen. David said the word that I hear in my heart that I shall not sin against God. Amen. I fear God. I don't fear a man. I don't fear dying. Amen. Because I'm a dead man already walking. You can't kill me with bad words and cussing and swearing and, and, and playing contaminated music in the atmosphere because I'm already dead to that. I'm not going back to that. I, I, I desire not to even be around that. So that's why I had the power to roll up my window and play my own song, praise be to God, or go to my house and I can play as loud as I want, praise be to God. So that's the opportunity that God has given us, amen. And he's saying here, y'all still with me, praise be to God, Ooh, this is good. He's saying, verse 21, submit yourself one to another in the fear of God, amen. So fear of God is shown from evil, amen. Redeem the time, saints of God, redeem this opportunity, praise be to God. Because the days are evil. Amen. And we're going to continue to continue, continue to keep everyone in our prayer as we do every morning. We don't need no man or no woman to tell us how to pray or when to pray or what to pray. We've been praying from day one, praise be to God, before we even started just creating a prayer culture for God podcast. We've been on this live for years, thanks to God. This is nothing new to us. The Bible said there's nothing new unto the sun. We already been prepared, amen. We got prayer stored up. We got archive messages that's in the church archive message book, amen. We got messages that we can go back 10 years ago, some of them even 15 years ago, that we can pull out because God is the same God today, yesterday, and forever, and we are seeing the change in the atmosphere that has happened all over this earth. So, Father God, we thank you in the name of Jesus for this opportunity, Father God, that we're redeeming the time 
because the days that we live in is evil. But God, you have instructed us, Father God, that we must submit ourselves to one and another in the fear of you, God, in the fear of you, our Lord, our King, our Savior. You redeem us, Father God, from sin, from death, Father God. So we're going to take this opportunity while the <coughs> government, the nation is under quarantine, Father God. We're going to take this opportunity, Father God, to pull ourselves away from television, Father God, from worldliness, Father God, from things that is countermining. We're going to dedicate our time only to you, Father God. This is our opportunity that you have presented yourself before us, Father God, and we don't want to lose this moment, God. We don't want you to depart from us, God. Don't pass us by, God. We pray in the name of Jesus that this world, this nation, we get back to the basics, get back to the Bible, get back to the scripture, the Holy Scripture that was already predestined for the foundation of earth. We thank you in the name of Jesus, God, that you have allowed us, Father God, to open our eyes to see what the Lord is doing. My God, in the name of Jesus, that you have, Father God, pulled the scales off our eyes, Father God, pulled the callus off our heart, Father God, so that we can know, Father God, that it is your word, Father God, that is keeping us, Father God, in perfect peace. So, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, for every decision that's been made in this country, God, that it has an effect, Father God, a spiritual effect on all of your people, Father God, not just for the rich, the top 1%, but all of your people, Father God, black, white, Father God, Hispanic, Chinese, Japanese, Russian, all over the world, because you are the God of our salvation. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. We pray for sickness and disease to depart. We call death to cancer. We call death to coronavirus, disease, infirmity, calamity. We pray, Father God, for this for the bomb of Gideland, Father God, to heal this nation, Father God, while there, Father God, are those, Father God, that are still running around, double-minded, scatterbrained, don't know what to do. But Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that they will seek you and they shall find you. And they call upon you, Father God, and you shall answer them, God. Because you said, Father God, if you ask for anything in Jesus' name, in my son's name, that it shall be given unto you. So, Lord, we thank you. Your word said we call upon the elders of the church, Father God. And they, Father God, will pray over us, Father God. And they will anoint us with oil, Father God. As we anoint our hands, we anoint our mind and our heart. And a prayer that is done in faith, Father God, you said that they shall be healed. In the name of Jesus. So we declare healing right now in the name of Jesus. Everyone that is in listening view, Father God, listening distance, Father God, all over this world, Father God, here in the United States, all over South America, North America, Africa, Asia, Europe, Australia, Greenland, Iceland, and Arctic, uh, and, and North Pole, the South Pole, all over the edge of the earth, North, East, South, and West, God. We pray in the name of Jesus that everyone will call out the name of Jesus in such as a time as right now that we call his name out and you shall answer us. And God, we thank you, Father God, that we see the blood of the Lamb all over everyone from the front of their head to the bottom of their feet, Father God. They are healed right now in the name of Jesus. They are delivered right now in the name of Jesus. We are exalting your name in their life, God. You said, I'll be lifted up, that I would draw all men unto me. So we lift up the name of Jesus Christ over this creating a prayer culture for God's podcast, prayer line, redemption, restore, and amen, lifeline. We lift up the name of Jesus over everyone's situation, circumstance, that God, you are giving everybody refuge, God, redemption, Father God, from everything that is going on, God. You're recovering, recovering them, Father God. You're retrograding them, Father God, for everything, God, that is his enemy thought that he took from us, God. But we thank you in the name of Jesus. You said that I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So, God, we thank you for sustaining us, Father God, in the time is right now, God, when the days are evil, Father God. You're sustaining us, Father God. Because we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over every situation, over every circumstance, Father God. And you have the victory. We are standing on the position of victory. We exalt the name of Jesus. We surrender everything to you, God. For you are the author and the finish of our faith, God. So we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. We thank you that we're redeeming the time right now, Father God. 
We're seizing a moment right now in the name of Jesus. We're going to get more into your word. We're going to study your word. We're going to open up our Bible. We're going to take it off the shelf, Father God. We're going to get that word in our heart, God, so that we do not sin against you, Father God, against your word, which is the word of life, God, and is our resource. So we thank you for this great manner that you sit down from heaven every morning, God, at 6 o'clock on the dot, God. We are ready, Father God, for tomorrow. Because you said don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has its own worry. But we got to redeem the time right now for the days that we live in is evil. So we pray, God, we're lamenting over this world. We're lamenting over this nation, God. We're lamenting, Father God, over the people, Father God. For they, Father God, shall receive rejoice, God, and their sorrows to be turned to gladness, Father God, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus, not by power nor by might, but you said, by my spirit, in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we declare and decree it over this atmosphere right now in the name of Jesus that we are trapped in the snares of our word. We spoke it. We declare it. It's in our heart. And we send it out, God, according to Isaiah 55 and 11. So that my word go forth and will not return born, but it will accomplish what it was set out to do. So, God, we thank you, Father God. For sending out peace, God. We thank you, Father God, for sending out joy, God. We thank you, Father God, for sending out self-control. Be quick to listen, slow to respond, slow to get angry. Don't get angry with your neighbor. Don't get angry with your supervisor. Don't get angry with the teachers. Amen. Amen. Be quick to listen, slow to respond, slow to get angry. My God, in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we send this out, Father God, and it will not return for us, but it will accomplish what it was set out to do. Father God, we thank you, Father God. For our Father, which art in heaven, I will be thy name. Thy kingdom come, that will be done on in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debt, and we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory. It all belongs to you, Lord. We love you. We thank you, Father God, for hearing our voices on this creating a prayer culture for God. Prayer Live podcast broadcast. Redemption, Father God, is in your hand. We thank you, Father God, for giving us the opportunity that we're seizing the moment. We're seizing this opportunity. We're redeeming the time for the days when they've been this evil. And we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. Thanks to God. Once again, it's truly an honor. Amen. Today's date is March the 20th, 2020. This is the Creating a Prayer Culture for God, Amen, podcast. And we truly thank God for your listening pleasure to join us each and every morning at 6 o'clock a.m., Amen. We got fresh matter coming down from heaven. And tomorrow, Pastor Stephen, my wife, will be delivering, Amen, the prayer and the word tomorrow. So continue to join with us, Amen, and get the word out. Praise be God. We're reaching the hearts and the minds of God's people, and it's definitely changing the atmosphere that is in this world. So, faith of God, continue to pray, amen, and we'll see you all tomorrow on the dock, hold on the line, ready to go once again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You have to go. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord. This is Pastor Lester getting ready to give a, a prophetic impartation of God's word for all of those uh, listeners that out there right now that are tr- dealing with a carnal mind or your mind is being attacked, your thoughts are being attacked, and you're trying to figure out how do I overcome this carnal mind. You can't escape it. You're going to have to overcome it because it's definitely going to going to try to uh, try to show up and take set up shop in your mind uh, because the enemy tries to attack our thoughts before he tries to attack anything else. It always starts with some thought, something coming in your mind, trying to exalt itself above the knowledge of who God is. And we know we cast those things down. But when I cast them down, what else do I do when I arrest my thoughts and bring them into the obedience of the knowledge of God? I got to have a word to stand on. I got to have a word to renew my mind and flush out all of that. Can't sweep the house clean and cast it down and rebuke it or whatever we do, bind it and not put something in replace of it. And so this is how we overcome that carnal mind. Because again, as we told you yesterday, Proverbs 23 and 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your mind and your heart have to be in unison with each other. They have to walk together in agreement. So I can't have my heart loving one thing and my mind thinking about something else. 
So this is how we overcome it. All right. So this is the prophetic impartation that the Lord gave in response to a question that was asked by Brother Cross, who I don't think is on the line this morning. But for all of those who rose this morning at 555 to get this impartation, uh, the reason the Lord told me uh, 555 was because five means grace and 55 start. Uh, there's a verse chapter uh, uh, 55 in Isaiah verse 11, where God said, when his word goes out, it will not return void. It has a specific purpose. And in this case, it's to overcome that carnal mind. Amen. And it's not going to come back void for those of you that are on the line to receive this prophetic impartation. And this morning, I'm going to be given a, a prophetic impartation. Amen. As thus says the spirit of the Lord this morning to each and every one of us. And uh, the first uh, word of impartation this morning is coming out of the book of first Peter chapter one, verse 13 and 15. Amen. And it says this, uh, you know, thus says the Lord that wherefore gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And we have been studying the book of Revelation. We've been getting a lot of revelation, having a lot of things unveiled and revealed to us. And so we have to do this until the end. We have to, this is the only way our minds are going to be sober in those times of attack. It's the only way that, that we're going to gird up, build up, <coughs> strengthen up and fortify our minds and our thought life. Amen. And then he goes on to say, as obedient children, not fa not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. There was a time when we ignorantly worshiped the Lord, but now we're seeking his guidance. We're seeking his direction. We're seeking his truth. We're seeking what thus says the Lord to us by his spirit. Amen. And he's speaking this morning expressly to all of you that are on this line this morning, seeking how to overcome the carnal mind. It cannot be defeated, but it can be overcome by the word of the Lord. And he goes on to say this morning, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. So it starts with the conversation. Amen. Moves into the thoughts. Amen. Let me give you an example. <clears throat> in other words, you get a, a thought from left field. And the first thing you might say in reaction to that is, what in the world is this? Why am I even thinking that? Bam, right there, you having a conversation with the situation when you should be casting it down. In other words, the words that should come out of my mouth is I cast down this thought because I recognize it's not coming from God. And if it's not coming from God, then let me tell you something. It's coming straight from the adversary who's been going back and forth, seeking whom he may devour. But in the name of Jesus, you now know that I have to cast that thought down by using the words of my mouth. I cast you down thought that and whatever that thought is, whether it be lust, something to deal with the lust of the eye, pride of life, lust of the flesh, it doesn't matter. You know and recognize anything that's coming to try to exalt itself in your mind above who you know God is. Ain't no need of you having a conversation about it, trying to figure it out. Cast it down. Bring your thoughts back into the obedience of the knowledge of God. Arrest those thoughts. Put handcuffs on them. And amen. And overcome those carnal thoughts, that carnal mind, because it wants to set up shop. And if it ever sets up shop, it controls how you think it'll control what you do. And if it controls what you do, it'll control your lifestyle going forward. And in the second verse of scripture that I'm going to impart to you this morning, thus said the Lord is in the book of Galatians, chapter two, verse 20. And it says, I am crucified with Christ. That's talking about us, y'all. Paul saying, I am crucified. You have to tell yourself, this is the conversation you should be having every morning. I'm putting my flesh under me. I'm commanding it to die right now in the name of Jesus. I'm accounted as a sheep for slaughter. This is the conversation you ought to have with yourself. That lets your thoughts know. It puts them on alert. You ain't ruling in my life today. You might attack me, but you ain't overcoming me. You ain't tricking me today. You ain't lying or deceiving me today. I arrest you and I bring you into the obedience knowledge of who Jesus is. So Paul is saying, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ liveth in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. 
Amen. Being unto us according to the word of the Lord in the book of Galatians, chapter 2, verse 20. In the last verse of scripture this morning, and the, 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 the close out this, this uh, prophetic impartation is this. It's out of the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3, which we refer to many a times when we feel like there are things trying to infiltrate our thought patterns. And, and, and cause us sometimes to think a, a way that's contrasting and contrary to God's way of thinking. And so let's go there and read this now. Let me impart this to you. Thus says the Lord, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Now, this is the prophet prophesying, letting us know right here, here is another way to overcome Amen. Carnal, the carnal mind, carnal thinking, things that uh, that try to infiltrate that's not coming from God. It has no place in our minds, in our life, in our, you know, in our affairs. And so we have to learn how to overcome these things by using the word of God, having that conversation with myself, with my mind, with my thoughts and remembering that I have the power. Amen to bind those things that try to infiltrate and to release those things that I want to infiltrate. So right now I want the peace of God to trans that transform my mind, the peace of God that, that garrisons and mounts guard over my heart in my mind, that I may always walk in the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, which garrisons and mounts guard over my heart in my mind says the Lord. <coughs> so this morning I declare to you and impart to you by the Holy Ghost this morning that it will be unto you according to the word of the Lord in the book of first Peter chapter one verses 13 through 15 and the book of Galatians chapter two verse 20 and the book of Isaiah chapter 26 verse three be blessed this morning by the word of the Lord this morning amen man well good morning good morning good morning this is Pastor Lester Hayes this morning I'd like to work all of you Welcome all of you early seekers this morning who are looking to grow in Christ and mature in Christ. It's always good to have a prophetic impartation where the word of God, the pure, unadulterated word of God can feed your spirit as you're growing. Amen. And maturing in Christ because none of us have arrived. So we thank the Lord this morning. It is 555, meaning that grace has arrived. And meaning that God's word is about to go forth as we read in the book of uh, the prophetic book of Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. So we're getting ready to impart the word of God into your spirit this morning, because I believe that this is the hour where thus says the Lord and no more thus says man. But we need the word of God to be imparted into our spirits, into our lives that we can live by that word. So amen. So I'm going to give this. Uh, this prophetic impartation of the word of God this morning. These are not my words. This is God's word. This is what was sent to the people of God. Be it was foretold, then it's going to be foretold to you and reminded. So receive this word this morning in the spirit this morning as I impart this word to you this morning. Uh, the first passage of scripture I'm going to be imparting to you this morning by the help of the Holy Ghost. It's coming out of the book of Romans again. I love Paul's letter to the Romans. And amen. It just speaks volumes as we're growing and maturing in Christ. It's the sixth chapter, verses six, eight, nine, and eleven. And I'm also going to be imparting the word to you this morning out of the book of Ephesians, chapter four, verse twenty-two and through twenty-four. And then we'll finish up out of the book of Philippians, chapter two, verse five. And so, amen. The first imparted imparted word this morning, and I should receive this word this morning, will be coming out of the book of Romans. And it is one of those, thus say the Lord type of words, amen. And it says, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. We got to know that, that the body of sin might be destroyed. It has no more dominion over us. That henceforth, we should not serve sin, amen. Even though we sin, we should not serve it. We should be disgusted by it. And we should always deal with it by asking God to forgive us as we continue to grow in Christ, keeping our temple clean, letting sin know that it has no dominion over us, even though it still shows up and we have to deal with it. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we live that we shall also live with him. It says, if, 
Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over us. He counseled that debt once and for all, took all the power and dominion and strength out of sin, death in the grave. So we no longer have to fear it. We can overcome it. Remember that. It says, likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. You have to reckon that. You have to determine that. You have to uh, actually declare that over your life, rendering yourself dead to sin each and every day, crucifying that flesh, putting it under you, just like the word of God admonishes us to do. So be it unto us this morning, according to the word of the Lord in the book of Romans chapter 6, verse 6, 8, 9, and 11. And... Uh, the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 through 24, I declare unto you by the Spirit this morning, thus says the Lord, that ye put off concerning the former conversations, the old man, put it off, it don't fit you anymore, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Get that now, in the spirit of your mind. Before it can be in the spirit of your body, in your life, it's got to be in the spirit of your mind. Remember we talked about that is the battleground, the mind. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, according to Proverbs 20, 23 and verse 7. So it says, and be renewed in the spirit of of your mind and that ye put on the new man, put him on every day, all the time, keep him on, don't take him off so you can walk in the newness of life, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So be it unto you this morning, according to the book of Ephesians chapter four, verse 22 through 24. <clears throat> in our last uh, importation, this word of importation this morning is going to come out of the book of Philippians chapter two, verse five. And it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So thus saith the spirit of the Lord, be it unto you this morning, according to the book of Philippians chapter two, verse five. Let the mind of Christ Jesus be also in you and be it unto you this morning, according to the word of the Lord out of the book of Romans chapter six, verse six, eight, nine, and 11, the book of Ephesians chapter four, verse 22 through 24. And finally, out of the book of Philippians chapter two, verse five. Amen. So let the word of the Lord minister to you and, and, and get this podcast, get, keep this prophetic word, continue to feast on this prophetic word. Let this word continue to impart and bring revelation and strength in your life as you're growing in Christ. Never try to grow in Christ separated from the word of God. Never try to do anything separated from the word of God. Always consult the word of God. Always go back to the word of God as a reminder to you. And this is how you're going to be able to continue your growth and your maturity until you reach a full adult a Christian that you'll be able to handle uh, this awful thing out here called sin, because it's always going to come and try to regain domination over our lives. But you can handle it because the prophetic word has gone out. It is in your uh, in your hearts and your minds right now. So hide it in your heart that you sin not against God. And so that is the prophetic impartation this morning for all of those of you who are who are growing in Christ and maturing in Christ, and you want to continue to overcome that carnal mind. This is all about overcoming the carnal mind. How do we do it? We do it by the imparted word of God. The Holy Spirit will quicken that word in us when sin shows up. All right, will you all be blessed in by the imparted uh, word of God this morning? Thus says the Lord, amen. <laughs>